Sometimes you wanna go where everybody knows your name And they're always glad you came You wanna be where you can see Our troubles are all the same You wanna be where everybody knows your name and welcome back to some Beers and Balls, uh, the Beers and Balls podcast. Uh, this is Carl Rotman again, uh, along with Shane King. That's me. And uh, Shane, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, tonight, I am drinking uh, a uh, Rico uh, Savine. Mm. Uh, it is from Against the Grain Brewery. It is a double India pale ale. Oh, a double IPA. Double IPA. Double IPA, as the kids say. Yeah, uh, it is. Uh, they actually have a recommended temperature uh, on here. It says forty-eight degrees. Drink from the can. Um, and uh, I mean, it, it's got it's got a little bit of a of a fruity flavor to it. Uh, kind of a. It says on here that that they've got uh, uh, Sauvignon Blanc grapes, gooseberries, and passion fruit. Hmm. And I can taste the passion. It's pretty good. You can taste the passion. I can. All up in your mouth. Good. Um, I am drinking tonight a Superior Trail IPA from Duluth Brewhouse. Um, I was given this beer as a gift, and um, it's actually a really good IPA. Um, it's a little more piney than most of the IPAs out on the market right now, and I appreciate that. I enjoy drinking spruce tips and pine trees, and I don't know, it's been pretty solid for me. Yeah, it's been. Pretty yeah, solid. Right. Mm. Oh, very nice. It goes down smooth. All right, guys. So that now that the beer talks out of the way, let's jump right into college football. Oh yes, and we had quite a week in college football. Well, kind of. There was a couple good games. Couple good, couple good, good games. Uh, a couple top twenty-five teams fell. Um, notably, Michigan State lost to a Herm Edwards-led Arizona State. Um, do you think Arizona State's going to make a run at the Pac-12? Uh, I think they've got a chance. I don't think the Pac-12 is very strong. Not really, because, I mean, you look outside of USC and Stanford, and that's kind of about it, really. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, Washington. Oh, yeah, I suppose. Um, but, I mean, Arizona's not big this year. Uh, Washington State doesn't look great. Oregon's, Oregon. Oregon's mediocre. Yeah. Um, I think Arizona State has a legitimate shot. Um, It'll be interesting to like keep an eye on them over the next few weeks. And... I don't love USC, though. Mm-mm. I'm not a USC truther. Well, apparently neither does the scoreboard since they also lost this week. Granted, it was to another top 25 team in Stanford. Yeah, but they, they couldn't get their, their offense going, and when they did, their quarterback threw picks. So Right. But Bryce Love had a nice game for Stanford from everything that I've read. Yeah, he had uh, 22 carries for 136 yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, Bryce Love doesn't really catch the ball, so no really. catches there. No. Uh, but, I mean, against a top 25 team currently, um, I think that he needs to show up like that against other big teams as well. Yep. Um, when they play Washington this year, I don't know if they play during the regular season, but they'll sure play him in the Pac-12 championship game. Yep. Uh, unless Arizona State sneaks in there. Right. Uh, they He needs to step up if he wants to win that Heisman during those games. For sure. Um, and then the other top 25 team that lost was the number 25 ranked Florida Gators. They lost an SEC competition to the Kentucky Wildcats. Kentucky coming, coming at you. Coming they, at you. 
those those wild they, they're wildcatting. They they're uh they're two and zero. Oh. They're gonna they, win. They're they gonna are two and zero. Oh. That's good good for them. How are they not top twenty five? I have no idea. Well, beating a top twenty five team. Yeah. The only place they can go now is up. Um. So <laughs> Jeez. All right. So those are some uh, notable things that happened. Uh, last week in the top 25. Um, both of our teams won last week. Yes, they did. Um, your team beat uh, your team. The My Michigan team Wolverine. beat up on Western Michigan. Uh, PJ Flex old, old stomping grounds. Yeah, roll the boat. Um, Into the I, rocks. I mean, they, they destroyed them. Yeah, that was brutal. Uh, I listened to the first half of the game on uh, uh, at, at work, and then I was just like, yeah, I'm good. And, uh, you know, they're, they're up by four touchdowns at this point. I think I can turn it off. Feeling pretty confident at that. Yeah. And then uh, your team in a little bit more of a nail biter. A little bit. Uh, which, uh, we, I, you know, we said last week was going to be. Yeah, it, it always ends up being that way, and I hate it, but it, it is what it is. Um, Iowa s- squeaked out a win of, over Iowa State. A better Iowa State team than I think they get. A real for. shootout. Um, it was a barn burner. 13-3. Uh, to 3. I remember in the fourth quarter they were discussing whether or not a team was going to score and when the last time a, a game against uh, – Against those two ended with uh, uh, single-digit points uh, combined. Sheesh. It's, yeah. <laughs> Nate Stanley, uh, someone who is being talked about as, like, a possible first-round prospect. Which managed, I don't get. I don't get it either. I, like, I love my Hawkeyes, but... Uh, I mean, He's no C.J. Beathard. He has no C.J. Beathard. He's no Jake Rudock. He's no Drew Tate. Um, Heck, he ain't no Ricky Stanzi. Oh, he ain't no Ricky Stanzi. Mm. Ricky Stanzi ain't nobody's fool. Brad Banks. Bro. He's Bro. a little bit of a Brad Banks. He's a little bit of a Brad Banks. Uh, well, it's more of a Drew They both can't throw that well. That's not wrong. Uh, one of them definitely was better than the other, though. That's true. Um, no, Nate Stanley managed 166 yards passing. Um, That's all he needed, though. It, he threw the exact amount that they needed him to throw. <laughs> yes. You, you know what? You're right. Yeah. He did. Now, this upcoming week, uh, we're going to talk about a few games, but there's three games we're not going to talk about. And you know why? I think I know why. Stand back! There's a hurricane coming through! (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Uh, Hurricane Florence is going to be making landfall here. Um, probably when you guys are listening to this, about the time that this podcast goes live. Uh, the machines are not coming with, though. The machine is not coming with. They'll be in town uh, October 20th in Minneapolis. That sounds nice. So, it'll be fun. Uh, yes, yeah, so uh, UCF and and, uh, and North, North Carolina is not going to be played. Yep. Uh, West Virginia, NC State. They're correct. And uh, East Carolina and Vatek. Ah, uh, yes. Those three games. Uh, I'm sure there are more games, but those are the three top 25 games that are not going to be played this weekend. Right. For those of you that are concerned, Coastal Carolina will still be playing because their game is at Campbell. Yeah, they just won't be coming home afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll be hanging out for a while. Yeah. Well, actually, their game is on Wednesday, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they'll get in t- home in time for the flooding. Jeez. Um, oh, joking aside, um, hope everyone stays safe out there. My oh, definitely. Nep- my nephew's uh, hanging out at one of the military bases out there, so. Hope everyone stays safe, and you know if you're being evacuated, evacuate. If you have to stay for whatever reason, just be smart about it. My old buddy John just got uh got married, and his uh mother nature's wedding gift for him is a hurricane. So, yeah. congrats, John. Sorry you're getting <laughs> hit by a hurricane. Yeah. Uh, but, so with that said, there are some really good uh games being played. Uh, so I would yes. like to point out the everyone's number one game for the week. Uh, we've got. 
Miami versus Toledo. Yep, nailed it. Um, so before you talk about that, I'll talk about uh, number seven Auburn against number twelve LSU. Um, this game every year or every time it happens is always one of those games that people just look forward to it. Um, you've got two perennial powerhouses. There, these two teams are almost always involved with the SEC title game or involved with the BCS playoffs. This game could go a long way in determining possible seeding down the line, possible SEC title game implications. Uh, it's definitely a good one to keep an eye on. And It's always interesting when a game like this happens early in the year in, in SEC or a Big Ten or something of that sort because by the end of the year, the team that wins this game might not be the better team. Right. But they're going to have some advancement uh, above that team because of this win. This head-to-head win. For sure. Uh, speaking of perennial powerhouses going at it, uh, we've got a, uh, a real big one in Ohio State versus one that everyone forgets is always up there. Right, TCU. Texas Christian, every year, top 15 school. Uh, but uh, Ohio State's favored by 13 in this game. Uh, they're still without... Uh, this is their last game without Urban Meyer, I believe. Yep. Uh, and so that makes this one a, a squeaker. For sure. If TCU can manage to pull this one out, um, giggity. Um, I can't remember. Is this game at Ohio State or is it at? Uh, this, I believe, is at TCU. At TCU. They're so, at Texas Christian. So, I mean, you don't have to worry about playing at the horseshoe. I. It, this could be an interesting game, especially in terms of like the Big Ten, uh, the Big Ten East coming up. Very much so. Um, uh, the an interesting thing about this one as well is that Ohio State's offense has looked fine against not great teams. Mm-hmm. Hasn't looked spectacular. It's looked fine. Uh, and Texas Christian's always known for their defense. They are cr- always crazy good in D. Um, once again, they haven't played a lot of great teams right now, but they've got the sixth rank the. Uh, overall defense mind you Ohio State has the second ring uh overall offense right now right but they've got the sixth ranked overall defense in in college football so that makes for a very very interesting matchup for sure um and then the only other game between two ranked opponents um is number 17 Boise State against uh I'm a man I'm 40 no you're number 20 no number 24 uh number 24 Oklahoma State uh <laughs> Sorry, I planned that on the fly. I dig it. <laughs> I dig it so hard. Um, that could be an interesting game. Um, yeah, it's going to be high scoring. Oh, yeah, there's not going to be a shred of defense. Yeah, <laughs> neither of these schools play defense, so. Right. Uh, looking up. Uh, I mean, technically, Oklahoma State's listed as the ninth overall defense, but, I mean, it's the fourth overall offense versus the first overall offense in college football right now, so. Yeah, it's gonna be, that one will be a shootout. Um, the only other two games that I'm kind it of... Like there's a couple other ones that aren't two, both ranked teams. Yeah, the, the two that I'm kind of keeping my eye on, eye on is, honestly, number one Alabama at Old Miss. Um, I, I don't like Old Miss, but I feel like if there's a game that could sneak up in Al- on Alabama this year, like just legitimately sneak up on them, this might be one. I, I, don't, I don't know about that. I, I can see where you're thinking there. I mean... Alabama beat Ole Miss by like 70 points last year. That's true. Uh, it's it's hard for me to think that Ole Miss is having a chance there, but um, one that one that I kind of like is uh, actually one that I joked about a little bit earlier is Toledo and Miami, and that's just because Toledo's always a high-scoring offense, mm-hmm. uh, and Miami are, has already lost once this year. They lost to LSU. 
Yep. Uh, and I just think that with Toledo throwing the ball around and running the ball everywhere, that they, there's a chance that this could sneak up on Miami. For sure. I mean, Toledo does a very good job of getting their players in space and letting them just kind of do what they yep. do what they will, a la Kareem Hunt a few years ago. Exactly. Um, so that could be an interesting one to keep an eye on. Um, I, <laughs> I think uh, number 22 USC at Texas um, will probably show exactly what USC actually is. Yeah. Um, it'll tell us who we thought they, they were. They are who we thought they were. Thanks. Texas, who was uh, ranked at the beginning of the year. Yes, they were. Uh, keyword were. Um, but that should be, that'll be an interesting one. I think Vandy and Notre Dame could be interesting as well. Think so? Uh, Vandy's 2-0. and I mean, they, you know, they've, they've played uh, Nevada and Middle Tennessee, but they've, they've wrecked both the Nevada and Middle Tennessee. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't any close games. Notre Dame also 2-0 in a close game. Mind you, a game that they were kind of in charge of the entire time against Michigan to start the year. And then a surprisingly co- close game against Ball State last week. Yeah. They won 24-16. We almost lost that. Yeah. They, they, they can, kind of came through at the end there on that one. Um, so I, I think Vandy could show that they're a little bit better. I don't think they're going to win, but I think it could be a good game. Yeah, it's either gonna it's either gonna be a really good game or, or a really bad game. Or yeah, or Notre Dame is gonna get pissed off about almost losing to Ball State and just kind of kind of like out. how Penn State got a little little pissed off by uh, going to overtime with Appalachian State and right. Like, yeah. Somebody might have called on this podcast. Hey yo. Oh, good, good for you. All right. Uh, anything else in the the college ranks for right now? Uh, not that I can. Any changes in your Heisman watch? No, it's still Bryce Love. Um, AJ Dillon kind of puts a little tingle in my belly. Um, from Boston College, he had three. TDs. Oh yeah, Boston College had a big game. Yeah, he he had three TDs. Um, and they beat a Holy Cross, which they should. It's yeah. Boston College, but he's a guy that I'm keeping my eye out. If nothing else, for Dynasty League next year oh, for yeah. Dynasty uh, fantasy football drafts. Uh, he's Dude, dude's pretty impressive. But no, that's all all I got for collegiate. Yeah, I mean, I've I've still got Bryce Love on the top of mine. Um I think uh Jonathan Taylor Thomas still as somebody that uh uh is a uh, sneaky name and then obviously Kyler Murray. Yeah, yeah, Kyler Murray balled out. Yeah. I think Kyler Murray is currently on top of everyone else's, but I still think Bryce Love could uh, is going to end up taking it in the end this year. Yeah, if he if he just keeps Pounding it, you know, pounding away. He he'll get there. Gotta love the pounding. Got ground and pound, baby. All right, so uh, let's move away from where they secretly get paid to where they actually get paid. Uh, <laughs> the NFL. <laughs> so interesting week. It it was an interesting week. It started off with a game that wasn't exactly a barn burner. It was exactly it, what it was in the playoffs last year. It was exactly year. what it was. Like down to the last second. Yep. Julio Jones missing the catch. Um, it it wasn't that fun to watch. No, it was not. I stopped. I stopped in the third quarter. I believe. Like mean, me and a me and a buddy of ours went to Buffalo Wild Wings to watch the game. And yeah, like an hour and a half away from here. Yeah, well, it was forty five minutes. But it was between our place, like him and our him and mine. <laughs> uh but by the third quarter, we were just 
BSing and drinking. It was like, oh yeah, there's football going on. But th- that wasn't really interesting. But the Sunday games, the Sunday games were a lot of fun. There was a lot of fun going on Sunday. There was a lot of fun. Um, maybe the least interesting game Sunday was on TV for us, unfortunately. Uh, and that was uh, Carolina and Dallas. Yeah. It was uh, it was America's game of the week according to Fox, and yeah. it was bad. That was brutal. I... Uh, but there was some interesting results. I mean, from Minnesota making uh, uh, Jimmy G look like a rookie. Yep, gave him his first loss. To uh, to Tampa Bay, to Tampa Bay. I mean, that game fits magic. It. I feel like it's every. Every year, every couple of years, Norland, uh, Nola just gives up like 50. Yep. Like it would happen against the Giants a couple of years ago. Um, I, I know it happened. I think it happened again early last year before they started to gel. It's also every two and a half years, uh, Fitzmagic suddenly becomes a relevant quarterback again. Yes, he does. And boy, did he. Uh, all, all fans in Pittsburgh and Cleveland uh, kiss their sister or brother at the same time. Yes, yes, they did. In a beautiful, beautiful tie. So, God, I love ties. So, for those of you who are uh, new listeners to us or the Fantasy Hangover, love Shane loves it when teams tie. I was so happy when when he missed the field goal. Oh my God, it happened twice. There I was know. two missed field goals, <laughs> and I'm just sitting there like, oh no, for the for the Pittsburgh missed field goal. Um, I was just like, man, Pittsburgh's just gonna go down and win this game. That sucks. And then he missed it. I got really excited. I was like, it's gonna be a tie. And then they get they. Uh, um, cause Cleveland has a terrible, terrible time. And then miles Garrett in the interception, uh, except no, it was, it was an, inter- it was, uh, Julius Peppers interception and miles Garrett had a, uh, a weird block, which yeah. pulled the ball back out of the, you know, easy field goal range right. into prime block territory. <laughs> Spoiler alert. It was blocked. It was blocked. <laughs> and then they tied and then they tied. And Donovan McNabb said, that could happen? I didn't even know we could tie. Oh, I can't. I forget that that was real. Yep. Uh, I mean, also the long, technically the longest game in NFL history. Oh, with the Titans and the Dolphins? Yeah, the two different uh, two-hour delays. Yeah, there were a lot of storms happening in the Miami area and just tons of lightning. But it caused the game to go until like seven o'clock which also when you have players like that going in and out causes people to get get rusty causes cramps causes injuries and there were a few injuries in that game uh yes there were let's uh, get let's start let's start on the on the injuries with that game uh well we'll talk about the uh probably the most gruesome injury um the delaney walker ankle yeah incident that's it, it sucks because I, a lot of people picked him high in fantasy. He's been a very good tight end. He's been Marcus Mariota's like number one target. Yeah, and he looked he was looking good in that game for the the time that he was in there. He had like seventy yards catching. Mm-hmm. It, it looked good, and then that hit and just the awkward. Yeah, no, it's not a good situation. Didn't Mariota end up? Mariota also got hurt. Yeah. Um, I think he's fine. He's not showing up on any of the injury reports I'm seeing, but I know Blaine Gabbert came in um, for a bit. Yeah, he did. Um, he's America's quarterback. He is America's quarterback. He's a real American. Um, Taylor Lewin also got injured in that game. Um, I believe they're both listed as probable. Okay. 
going off a few more um more more of the notable injuries from last week uh greg olson rebroke the same foot that he had uh surgically repaired last year that kept him out for i think he's done i think so too i think this is the moment where we go yep shouldn't have drafted greg olson so high in my fantasy leagues this is also the moment where i say i'm glad that i drafted ian thomas in uh dynasty league yeah aren't you though uh he's probably i i feel like okay what's more likely to happen Greg Olson sees the field again this year, or Greg Olson ends up in a commentary with before the end of the year? Uh, commentary, I would say. Okay. I, 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 I thought that there was a chance that he could retire before the season started, mm-hmm. even though he said he was going to the field. Um, yeah, I think I think he ends up in the commentary booth. I also think that he ends up in the commentary booth. Uh, yeah, they're saying that Ian Thomas is likely to serve as the Panthers' primary tight end. Uh, so we don't talk a lot about fantasy on this one, but here's one little fantasy thing. Grab Ian Thomas. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially with that offense, it's Cam Newton loves his tight ends. Granted, he's had a great one for his entire career. That's true. But it's... That's also true. That's also true. So moving along, we're driving along. Doug Baldwin has an MCL sprain. Uh, so all of you Tyler Lockett truthers out there, uh, you get to see him attempt to catch normal passes that aren't 30 yards down the field. Yeah, uh, I don't think it'll go well, but you know, you get to, you get to watch the attempt. Yeah, you get to try. And that's all you can ask for. Uh, Lenny for Lenny Fournette. Leonard Lenny. Fournette. Le- Lenny. Lenny. Can uh, I put the rabbits? <laughs> Leonard Fournette is uh, listed as day-to-day after getting a hamstring strain. Pulled. Yeah, it's it's a strain. Uh, they're saying that it's not that serious and that it's very likely he's going to play this week. Yeah. He himself said he's playing this week. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, he doesn't have the final say right. on that. Spoiler alert. It's up to the coaches. Yeah. Uh, but the coach said that he wasn't too worried about it. But also, the coach uh, is it Gus Bradley still? Uh, is that uh, Jacksonville's head coach? Wow, that's I, is it Doug Marone? It's Doug it's Marone. Doug Marone. It's Doug uh, Marone. So Doug Marone uh, last year infam- <laughs> infamously kept saying that that he was fine week after week, and he kept not playing because he was not fine. So yeah. They kept saying it was a healthy scratch, and then you find out later that it was, he was he was just nursing injuries. But TJ TJ Yeldon looked good. Yeah, he did. He's going to look great next year on uh, the Redskins. Redskins? No, oh, no, they got guys coming back. Texans? I would say either the Texans or I'm trying to think of of what teams need need running backs at this point. Did but De- it's... did Deion Lewis get a? How long is Deion Lewis's contract? I think it was three or four years. Never mind. Um, Colts, Bears, Bears or Colts? Uh, no, nah, uh, Jordan Howard and and Tar- uh, uh, Terry Cohen both look pretty good. Raiders, Raiders. Yeah, they'll need somebody next year. Yep. TJ Yeldon will be a Raider. Oh, is he old enough? That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Probably not. Yeah, they they carded the door there. That's that's true. That's if, why they if, that's why they shipped out Mac. If you don't have an AARP card, you can't play. <laughs> Uh, something that happened. Something terrible that happened was uh Jeremy Hill. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, he's really tearing it up out there. He was he was tearing it up and uh, it it it's tearing up my heart to hear what happened to him. He he was really looking like uh like a top Ter- like a top tear quarterback. He was a real terror on the defense. He. Oh God! You know what? Yeah. I can't do the same word. This is terrible. There, there it is. Uh, he, Jeremy Hill tore his ACL. 
Uh, yeah, uh, it's it's unfortunate. Um, really, I, I feel bad that we joked about it. Um, he, he he was actually looking fairly decent with the with the Patriots. I mean, he's not gonna he wasn't gonna be their number one guy, but he was gonna be a goal line guy, and it's it's a loss for the Pats. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, they've got a lot of holes on that offensive side of the ball right now with the fact that they have no wide receivers and oh, what all you, their running backs are injured. What are you talking about? They just signed a first round receiver today. That's true, Corey Coleman, baby. Corey Coleman. Okay, so Corey Coleman. I knew he was signing with the Patriots the second he was dropped from the Bills. God, Corey Coleman, Philip Dorsett, uh, Cordero, Cordero Patterson. Patterson. Yep, those are all first round wide receiver rookie wide first round wide receivers that are now Patriots. And you know what? Uh, Philip Dorsett looked great. He did. He looked real good. He's going to look great until Julian Edelman, Edelman gets back. Yeah, that's true. Well, they'll still need a number two guy. I mean, Chris Hogan's not doing it. Yeah, that's that is very accurate. Uh, Chris Hogan has not didn't look great. Granted, I don't think it's I think it's too early to panic on Chris Hogan. Yeah, I mean it's just one game, and Brady loves to spread the ball around. It, um, Gronk looked good though. Gronk did look good. Any other injuries? Um, Aaron Rodgers was is he's technically listed as questionable for the Vikings. Game. Yeah, I mean he came back in that game though. Yeah, he was high as. Fuck. <laughs> uh. And man, they really had trouble with that Bears defense. Is uh, what? What do you think might have uh, might have brought that upon? I feel like you know, I'm not, I'm not sure because I have a little trouble there. I'm having troubles. Ah, <laughs> uh, it was so perfect. <laughs> it was so perfect. I had it queued up. Return of the Mac. There it is. Turn of the Mac. Come on. So that that was our joke. There it is. There it is. So the Bears are feeling pretty good. The Raiders are feeling not so good. Yeah, the Raiders, like, I'm, I just. Is it, are we just going to always play this whenever I, we're talking I'm, about the Bears now? Gonna, yeah, I'm just going to keep this playing on low in, in the background. Um. So, no, the the Bears defense looked really good, especially Khalil Mack. Yeah, and even, to be honest with you, even in the second half, it was three big busted plays that that got them the loss, which, right. I mean, giving up three big busted plays like that shouldn't be doing with a good defense. Agreed. But one was a, was a, uh, cor- a corner that fell down. Yep. Um, one was, I mean, honestly, just, I think it was Randall Cobb that just swooped through that defense and looked yep. good. Um, and, and I mean, the other was just a good play. I, yeah. but outside of those three big plays, they, they shut them down pretty much throughout the whole game. Right. Um, Kyle Fuller had a chance to finish that game off with an interception. Yeah, he did. He was killing himself too. I I gotta assume because it was in his hands, it and when was, he was sitting on there, he sat down. He was smacking the ground. Oh, it was it was right there, and they they could have beaten him, but they didn't, which is very unfortunate. And um, Oakland, everybody thought that uh, Beast Mode was back. Yeah, they did. Well, did you see that first? Yeah, touchdown? I did. He, he carried the entire Rams defense. I think I. I if you go back and count, I think seven players were on top of him at the time. Which is the equivalent of how many millions of dollars on the defense oh, geez, got dragged so many. into the end zone? At least seventy. Yeah, it was that. It was impressive. It was. It was very impressive. Uh, but you know what? The Ra- the Raiders aren't going to be playing from ahead a lot, so they're not going to be running the ball much. No, and Derek Carr didn't look good. Oh, he did not look good at all. Mm-mm, he looked like his brother. I was thinking. Uh, 
last year I was thinking because of the back injury and because of all the th- uh, the leg injury, back injury, you know, all these things uh, uh, kind of bouncing on top of each other that that's why he wasn't looking so good last year. Mm-hmm. This year, he's completely healthy. There's no excuses. I just don't think he's that great of a quarterback. Yeah, well, which sucks because that first, his rookie year, he looked like the truth. Yeah. And then, I mean, even last year, he looked like the truth until he got injured. That's true. Or was that? That was two years ago. Uh, last year, he hurt his back. He hurt his back last year. Two years ago, he broke his leg. Yep. Last year, he hurt his back, uh, missed a couple games, uh, fractured his back. Yep. Missed a couple games and then came back like three games later and started playing again. But yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't, I just don't think the Raiders are good. I don't think they're the worst team in the league. I mean, that is the Buffalo Bills. Oh, yeah. Buffalo Bills are a freaking dumpster fire. Yeah. They are hot garbage. The starting quarterback for the Buffalo Bills uh, on Sunday was the fourth best quarterback on the field that day. (laughs) On that field. Not in the foot. Not not in NFL. He was the fourth best quarterback on that field that day. Oh, my God. Hold on. Oh, because. Because. Uh, Josh Allen came in. Josh Allen. And Lamar Jackson. Jackson. And Joe Flacco. And Joe Flacco, yeah. Who looked good, but... Hey, he's elite. I'm I'm elite! Uh, So, yeah. So, anything else we should really hit from uh, this past week in uh, NFL? Um, (laughs) The Jets apparently knew what the Detroit Lions were going to do. Jeez, Stafford got owned. Stafford got hurt. He... He was limping around for a good chunk of the game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, four picks will do that. Yeah, four picks and getting gored. Uh, yeah. But um, so with that said, let's let's move on to uh, teams that we think. So so we've got a we've got a list of a few teams here. So first thing we're going to talk about are teams that won that we think are going to be good, and these aren't like the New England Patriots. Uh, we're not talking about, you know, the Minnesota Vikings. We're not talking about teams that are already a top-tier team going into the season. We're talking about teams that second-tier, third-tier, you know, people might have thought were terrible that we think are going to be good this year. I've got one team um, that I'm going to start out with, and it's a surprising one, I think. It's Washington. Oh. I think that after seeing Alex Smith running that offense, mm-hmm. I think I, I don't think they're going to miss a step from uh, – from Cousins, and honestly, I think Alex Smith might be better for that off- the way that they run that offense than Kirk Cousins was, because he's more game manager. He's not going to be going, you know, hard downfield like Cousins will sometimes. For sure, and apparently, you can teach teach an old dog new tricks because Adrian Peterson learned how to catch the ball. Yeah, uh, yeah, but he did also fumble after catching a ball. That's true. So you know, old dog, old tricks. He can only catch the ball for so long, and then he's got to let it go. Because yeah. it starts to get really hot at his hands. It's true. He... Oh yeah. Um, I I think that their running their running game is going to be a bit of a mess this year. Um, mm-hmm. AP, yeah, he looked good in that game. He's not going to look good every week. Uh, but you know, there's going to be weeks that Rob Kelly will step up. There will be weeks that you know uh, Samaj P Ryan might step up. Uh, Chris Thompson's still back there. I know he's got, he's on a limited snap count right now because but he's, he's still dealing with injuries. But he looks good when he's in there for sure. Uh, the wide receiver core on that team is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. They've got Paul Richardson that they signed to much more money than I think he deserves, but he's not bad. They've they've got Josh Doxson back there who's looking a little bit better this year. Jordan Reed came out to play. He didn't get injured. That's a, that's a first. Yep. 
I, I just think that the that Washington could, especially in this uh, current NFC East division, where there's really only one team that's anything right now, that they could they could be somebody to uh to be watching. For sure. Um, the first team that I'm gonna talk about that won this week that I think is for real uh, is the Denver Broncos. Oh, okay. Um, their defense looked pretty good against Russell Wilson, who likes to run around a lot. Yes. Um, but their defense, we, I mean, yeah, there was a little bit of worry about the cornerbacks after the, after, to uh, leave leaving, but there wasn't many questions on the defense. The question really was on that offensive side of the ball, which there, uh, there's still a couple question marks. Yeah. To be honest. Case Keenum threw three picks. He threw three touchdowns, Yep. but he threw three picks. Yeah, he threw three picks. Which um, is not something he did much with the Vikings. No, it is not. And they don't really, like, they they had about 140, 145 yards rushing between three different guys. Like, uh, Royce Freeman, I, I think it was split pretty much evenly. Royce Freeman and Philip Lindsay had 15 carries. Which is a surprise. I did not expect Lindsay to be the no, second back I in there. I thought it was, Booker. yeah, I thought it was going to be a Devontae Booker for sure. But, but so that was kind of a, a shocker, but. Uh, wide receiver wise, uh, I mean, Sanders looked good. Demarius Thomas looked fine. Uh, uh, Cortland Sutton caught a few balls. Yep. There was a butt sighting at one point, tight end wise. There was a butt sighting. Um, he might be their number one tight end. I think he is their number one tight end. Cause it's either him or Horman. Yeah. Horman. Herman. Exactly. Uh, but, but. I mean, if Butt's healthy, if Butt plays like he did in Michigan, could be good. Oh, 100%. Uh, Von Miller had three sacks. Yeah, he did. Jeez. He got at it. Yeah, he, he went for it, and he, he got it. You know, it was almost like that uh, Camille, Khalil Mack heard somebody say, Von Miller's the best uh, best linebacker in the league, and Mack said, I'll hold my beer. Yeah. Speaking of. Uh, oh, that's some, that's some slurps. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, uh. I don't. I didn't really have a second team that one that I thought was real. Did you have a second team? I had a second team that I think might. They might be real in their division. Okay, who is it? I think the Buccaneers might be real in their. In really? Their okay, I kept them off my list. I thought about them in this spot. So last year, a, a good chunk of their issue was they were injured a lot. Like a lot of their defense yes. was injured. Um, they had issues all throughout the offensive line. Like it was. They were struggling. This year, they have a little bit more of an established run game. Like, it's not Doug Martin. It's um, Peyton Barber. Peyton Barber. Peyton Barber, who looked not he, bad. He looked like a competent NFL running I back. mean, I think his worst runs were like three yards. Like, he had a couple big gains. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm happy I have him. Oh, 100%. But I think... I think this team is better without Jameis Winston. That was going to be my one my one caveat. I was like, I I think that this team might be real if this magic stays at the helm. Ryan Fitzpatrick gets so much grief because he's basically just been a glorified backup. He's been yeah. a backup for so long, but whenever he comes in, it's not like he does terrible. He's he's uh, our John Kitna. He is our John Kitna. I, I just I think that's a good good way to put it. John Kitna brought. It. Brought the Bengals to the playoffs when no other no other quarterback could the year that they drafted Carson Palmer. Yep, and then he got sent away to Dallas that right after that. He's 
He's another, you know, who's another good uh, example of who he is? Kyle Orton. Yeah, I would say Kyle, yeah. Kyle Orton, a journeyman guy. He went to Chicago. He went to Denver. He went to Buffalo. He went... Gus Farad. Gus Farad's a good one. Just wherever, wherever he goes, he headbutts walls and gets concussions. No, that's... that's no. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, but no, I, I think Tampa Bay, probably not to compete for a Super Bowl by any means, but I think... Compete they, for the division? I think they might compete for the NFC South, especially that. now that they're 1-0 in the division. That yeah. helps. I don't have much argument there. Uh, I've got two teams that won that I think are fake. I th- I don't think they're I don't think they're real in the slightest. Uh my first one is the Carolina Panthers. I I like that. I like that a lot. So they were playing a a bad team. A team that didn't put up any offense against them. They didn't play defense against them. I mean, and they still couldn't do much. Mm-hmm. It was it was an ugly game. It was a bad game. Uh, and there, I mean, the second Greg Olson went down, there was no offense. Yeah. Well, people keep talking about North Turner coming in and changing the offense. It was the exact same thing that it's always been of just Cam Newton running around. Yep. Oh, I can't find a receiver. I guess I'm just going to scramble. Oh, look, I got 40 yards. Yeah. I just, I, I don't believe that they have anything that can be sustained. Um, I think this might be Ron Rivera's last year there. Yeah, unless unless they can make another run into the playoffs. I don't think Riverboat Ron's gambling that hard. I think that uh, I I don't know that the AFC South is as strong as it used to be. NFC South. NFC South. Yep. You you know what I meant. Well, I mean, you just said Tampa Bay. Yeah, like I said, they're going to compete for a division. It's like, yeah, it's. I I think the NFC South could be a little bit more wide open. Granted, it was pretty wide open last year. Yeah. But yeah, um, a team that a team that won that I think is real. That you think is real? Wait, that I think is real or fake? What that, either way, either one. Either way. Wh- whatever you have, somebody listed as. I think a team that won that is not real is the Ravens. I I would agree with that. I didn't write them down, but I completely agree. Like the Ravens, yes, they beat they beat up on a bad buffalo team they beat up on a buffalo team that you know the the question every year is can the best team in college football beat the worst team in the nfl and everyone says no i think that that alabama could have came in and beat that buffalo team on sunday they'd at least compete yeah it would have been a closer game than than, what we got got. everyone talks about you know everyone keeps making claims like well you know Everyone compares the worst team in the NFL to the like it, the Browns are the gold standard or the brown yes. turd. They're the brown brown standard of terrible in the NFL. The Bills are now that this year. Oh, hundred um, percent. And I thought I thought for sure that uh, that the Oakland Raiders would challenge them for that, but I I, I mean it's still possible. But I just I don't I think the the Bills are going to not run away with it, a stand still with it. So, uh, fall backwards with fall it. backwards with it, yeah. Because yeah. uh, the Raiders have more talent than Buffalo. Like Buffalo just doesn't have the talent. Yeah, they really don't have anybody worth mentioning. I, I mean, they've got a couple defenders that I mean, Tre'Davious, uh, Tre'Davious White's good. Yep. Uh, there was a reason why he was considered one of the best rookies last year. Micah Hyde. 
Micah Hyde, Micah Heine Ho. Micah Heine High. Um, LaShawn McCoy. He's Who? old, but... Who that? Uh, that's uh, starting to feel I think that he way. had 20 yards. Yeah, he's going to be lucky if he hits 100 yards in the season. Yeah, right. Um, it's it, it doesn't look great there. But Ooh. with that said, I, I completely agree. I don't think... I don't think the Ravens are real. At least that didn't convince me that they're real. Right. We'll see what happens this week since they're facing the Bengals, who looked surprisingly pretty decent. Yeah, they, they looked fine. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I kind of thought they were going to win that game, even though they weren't favored, which I find odd. Yeah. A quarterback coming back from a season and a half worth of injuries, mm-hmm. uh, it was favored against the Bengals, which I didn't get. Truth be told, the Bengals-Colts game was the game I cared the least about this past week. Yeah. Just truth be told. Uh, one of the teams that that I thought won that is not real, uh, and this is gonna, not really of a stretch either. Uh, Dolphins. Yeah, it's not not much of a stretch. not much of a stretch there. I don't think they're real. I think that the circumstances around that game of all the the delays and and the like helped them win that game in the end. Yeah, the delays and the injuries helped them win. Yep. Um. Yeah, when your opposing team loses its number one pass catcher and its quarterback for a while, that's going to help you out. Yeah, a bit. Well, just a little bit. Um, a team that lost that I think is actually going to be very good this year, um, it, 49ers. Okay. Yep, I, I would agree with that. Um, it's I mean, they faced a very good Minnesota Vikings team. I think it was a bad matchup for their first game of the season for them. Yes, I would agree. I think later in the season... They probably could have squeaked that one out and beat the Vikings, but I don't know, just going on the road. The moment they figure out how to score in the red zone, yep. they're going to be a good team. That was their problem. They couldn't they couldn't get the ball into the end zone when they were in the red area. Right, George Kittle just has to catch the ball in the end zone. He's yeah. If they're in the red area, Kittle's got to get the ball. Stop saying that, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, You're not. You are not. You are not Bill Belichick. Just, uh, just want to. When we're in the red area, we got to do a better job. Uh... Uh, a team that I think is better than their loss this week is the is the don't say we're from San Diego. Uh, the L.A. Chargers. They uh, the best court. You know, everyone's talking about. Mahomes, mm-hmm. best quarterback on that field was was Philip Rivers. Oh, for sure, he looked crazy good, and his wide receivers kept dropping the ball. Yep, well, they were they were double teaming uh, Keenan Allen for most of the game because they knew that the other wide receivers couldn't keep their hands on the ball. Well, yeah, he had two or three deep deep bombs to what was it, Tyrell? Uh, it was either Tyrell Williams or uh, I know I know I saw one with Tyrell Williams where he had the guy beat for like five yards. And it was going to be a touchdown, and it hit him like in the breadbasket and just popped yep. out. And I'm like, oh my god! There was one for the guy that I keep forgetting his name, but he was he was good for the Browns for one year. Then he went to the Chargers as the deep guy, but I can't remember his name right now. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yep, but that's yep. that's who it was for a couple of them, because uh, that's all he does is catch the, catch the ball deep. Mm-hmm. Um, Eckler had a lot of uh, Eckler time. looked good. Eckler yeah, is somebody did. to keep an eye on for sure. I wonder uh, no. who has them in our dynasty league. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, the Chargers looked very good. The Chiefs looked good too. Chiefs looked good. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill looked. Tyreek Hill looked good. Is what I'll say about that Chiefs game. Mahomes looked fine. 
Um, Mahomes did what Mahomes does, where he'll have those moments where he's like on the fifty. It looks like he like flicks the ball and it travels outside of the back of the end zone. Yeah, it, it, he's got insane power behind those throws. Like it was, it was fun to watch, but I just I don't I'm not buying into him yet. It, <laughs> what, what was it you said about Andy Reid and running backs? Oh god, <laughs> I said I, so. I have I have Cream Hunt in a couple of my fantasy leagues. And they were on, like, the two-yard line. And he proceeded to not give the ball to a running back for all three plays, then kicked a field goal. And I sent a text to, to uh, the the Fantasy Hangover crew uh, that said, did a running back kill Andy Reid's parents or something? Because <laughs> he hates running backs. I don't get it. He didn't like LaShawn McCoy. He doesn't like Kareem Hunt. He didn't like uh, Jamal Charles for the little bit of time he had him. Yep. I mean, he just doesn't like running backs. I mean, even last year, it was like it. Kareem Hunt was getting 20 carries, 20 carries, 20 carries, and they were winning games. And yep. then immediately, he got dropped to like 12 carries a game, and they started losing. Yep. Uh, it was... Uh, I, I had pulled up the stat and not uh, from somewhere that there were games that he had 12... If he had 12 touches or less, they lost every one of those games. And if he had uh, 13 touches or more, they won every one of those games. Last year. That was just how it worked. I don't know if that worked the same way in the playoff game. I don't know. I didn't check the touches on that because I was doing this during the fantasy season. But it was insane. They just... they He doesn't like running backs. Seems like simple math to me. All right. So that kind of covers it for real and not real. I got a couple more. Oh, you got a couple more? Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, I've got a couple more. I'll fight you on these. Uh, so a team that I think uh, is better than the game they played is the Houston Texans. Oh, all right. Let's, oh, let's chat. Carl just perked up. Well, I perked up because picky, picky percolator. they lost to your New England Patriots yeah. by seven points. Yes, they did. Um, Deshaun Watson did not play a great game. Nope. He, he Well, he didn't play a great first half, and then he got better in the second half. And by better, I mean he was less turnover-y in the second yeah. half. Um, they got put into position to score a few times. That got them back in the game. There was a muffed punt inside the 20, and there was a uh, Tom Brady uh, interception inside the 20 mm-hmm. uh, that led to two of the Houston Texans scores. So uh, they were put in good position to come back and, and uh, make a run at this game. Uh, I think that the Patriots defense, uh, which has that bend and not break mentality to them, they were the number one scoring defense in the NFL last year, but they gave up like the third most yards. I think it was something like that. Yeah. Uh, they have a similar mentality this time, except I don't think they're going to bend as much as they did last year uh, with Patricia gone. Uh, Cause that was more of his mentality than the rest of the defense, I believe. Um, sure. But I think that, I think that when you come back from injury and your first game is against the New England Patriots defense, that's a tough game to come back to. Yeah. I, for both Deshaun Watson and J.J. Watt. Mm-hmm. Um, something that I forgot was that the Texans have Tyran Mathau. Yeah. On defense. He I got for, that pick. He did get the pick, and I had forgotten about that until... Their defense that. is going to be good this year, I think. Oh, for sure. It's just about... It really comes down to the Houston Texans running game. Yes. Which Lamar Miller almost had 100 yards. Yep. He, was, he wasn't looking terrible. Nope. Uh, Alfred Blue had some had some show, and I think he had a touchdown. He did. And uh, 
it's possible that when Deontay Foreman comes back from whatever injury that he's got right now, that I, I, if he I, comes back, yeah, um, that's going to help the the rotation at running back. Uh, the only question mark the Texans I think really have on on their offensive side of the ball for catchers would be tight end. I mean, yeah, they've got three guys that are going to rotate at that position a bit that nobody's nobody knows who's who. Yeah, so yeah, that's I would agree that that's they the got bit. what Ryan Griffin, Ryan Griffin. Uh... They got somebody at tight end that I kept thinking like, wait, he plays for this team, and then I figured out it wasn't the guy I thought it was. Um, they got two rookies as, for the other other right. two, but um, and then uh, the last team that I put down here, and that is a team that played badly that I think is going to be bad and could possibly be one of the worst teams in the NFL this year is the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, yeah. So, the only offensive player on their team that could do anything was Ezekiel Elliott. He still only had 60 yards. And I don't think Carolina has a good defense. Um, Carolina has the best defensive player in the NFL. Well, one of the best defensive Ke- players. Uh, Keekly. yep. That's about it. Yep. I mean... All right, let's just go down the stat line here. Uh, Dak Prescott was 19 for 29 with 170 yards. But but what about Dez? If you brought Dez back, he'd be fine. I don't think so. I, I don't think so either. He, we, We've talked about this at nauseum about our feelings about Dak Prescott. Yes, I thought he was overrated coming out of that great rookie year, and he was. Yeah, he's Dak Prescott is not... I don't know if he's a starting quarterback in the NFL. I, mm. I don't think I don't think he's good enough. I think he's a serviceable backup. I think he's going to be a great number two for a team two years down the line from here. But I, I this might be his. He'll get some chances next year to start. But I think that he's on his final two years as a starter. Right. I think Dallas looks at the free agency market this year and goes, okay, who can we pick up? Or or rookie, depending on where they're drafting. Right. That which at this rate could be pretty. High. Yep. I think um, they have a top five pick. I would agree with that. They just, they have, they have like the B team. Yeah. At, at like wide receiver. Cause they've got like Alan Hearns who wasn't, they have a lot of number twos. They do. They have Alan. They've Hearns got the Detroit who, curse. They have the Detroit curse. Uh, Michael Gallup is not going to be the truth. I don't think. No. Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley. He's their number one. Yeah. Um, and he's a glorified slot guy. Yeah, he's not. He's not Wes Welker, right? Alan, who's Hurd. like, that's that's your your tiny slot guy that could be a number one receiver style would be like a Wes Welker, and that's not Cole Beasley. It's like you have a. I think you've got the budget receiving crew. Yes. Like you have a poor man's Wes Welker and Cole Beasley. You have a poor, poor a poor man's uh, not even Wes Walker. You have a poor man's uh, Danny Amendola. Yeah, you do. <laughs> uh, you got a poor man's uh, whatever you would call Alan Hearns. Ah, ooh, well, um, a poor man's man. I'm having trouble thinking. He's a poor man, Alan Hearns. He's a poor man. <laughs> uh, you've got a poor man's Des Bryant and Ma- Michael Gallup. One for nine, no touchdowns. That's about right. Yeah. Um. Zeke is still Zeke. Yeah, he's fine. I think there's going to be times this year that he gets big yards. He's going to have big games, but he's not going to be able to carry this team to a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. I, think, like, I think I said it last week. Jason Garrett's going to get fired during the season, uh, and I think Dak Prescott, under this new regime, whatever comes in, isn't going to be their quarterback. Right. He's not. 
Yeah, he will start the season next year as the starting quarterback, and I don't think I don't think he'll be a starting quarterback by the end of next season. I would agree. The yeah, I am selling very hard on the Dallas Cowboys this year. Uh, but that's the last of my my real and fakes. Uh, anything else from you there? Since I kind of threw a couple curveballs at you at the end. What do you think of the Jets? <laughs> oh, God. Because really? I'm really torn on them. I think that I have to see more with them. I'm not going to mention them in either category right now. I've got to see a little bit more. Because I thought you were going to mention them, and I just wanted to talk about them for a hot second. I don't... That, oh, that's why you got excited? You thought yeah, the Jets were coming? I, th- I thought the Jets were coming here. So I just... I don't think they're... I think, quite there. I think they're young. I, they are young. I think this past game was an outlier. Yeah. Uh, they had a running back that crowed so well. He crowed so well. It was like it was like the last two years in Cleveland. He said, oh, that's what I was supposed to do? I'll just do that here in New York. Yeah, and the Detroit Lions defense had no answer. Jesus, it was bad. I thought Patricia was going to come in there and take a defense that was already good the years before uh, and make them better. And... First play of the game. Yeah, first play of the game. I was thinking, oh, great. Oh, here we go. This is going to be good. Uh, And it wasn't. It wasn't good. It was not. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say about them yet. We'll see when they play the Patriots in three or four weeks. Yeah, and I want to make a comment about the Browns, but I can't. They were playing in a monsoon. Best start since 2004. (laughs) I think the best headline I saw was, Cleveland Browns don't lose. <laughs> yep. They don't Thanks. win, but they don't lose. Thanks, Bleacher Report. <laughs> it was so good. Like I said, I, I am convinced that Bleacher Report is just a group of 13-year-old boys. <laughs> I would wholeheartedly agree with that, but I love it. They, they'll they send things out like, this is on fleet. And I was like, really? Is it? What? Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, let's move on uh, to the... Here comes the money. Dollar area. Ching ching bling bling. Let's talk about some bets. Uh some money that rolled around last week, uh, for better or for worse. Uh one of us was worse than the other. Well I did pretty good. I I hit I hit I hit even. So my first prediction last week, I'll start since I started last week. Yep. And then you'll start with the yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll get there. We, you know, one day we'll actually talk about this off air, and then not have you guys listen to us. Yeah, right. someday, <laughs> someday we'll get. So there. my first prediction was that Georgia was going to uh, cover against South Carolina. Uh, the spread, I believe, was nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they won by thirty or twenty-four. So Whoa! yeah, they covered. Uh, I also said that they were going to be uh, that you should bet the over in that game. I gave you a double dipper there, and oh, guess what? It was over. So uh, that's a win-win. That is a win-win. Good for you. Oh, thanks. Uh, my first bet was <laughs> something I was so sure of, but um, wh- weather intervened, and I think if this was a horse race, they would have said all bets are off, but unfortunately, that's not how this goes. Um, my first bet was that Tennessee, favored by one and a half, would beat the Miami Dolphins and cover that one and a half. Ooh. Not only did they not cover, they didn't win. Nope. Ah, uh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. So, uh, 
Sorry about that. If anyone actually took my advice on that, uh, which I don't know why you're taking the advice of a stranger. But no, the Tennessee Titans did not cover the one and a half point spread there. Uh, Miami won outright. You mentioned the horse race, and now all I can think of is Matt Vrabel loading up a shotgun when Delaney Walker <laughs> went down and just walking shaking out. his head slowly. I'm sorry, boy. <laughs> I'm sorry, boy. <laughs> I just don't want you living in pain. It's time for a young stud. <laughs> All right. Um. All right. So my uh, my my second uh, bet was Penn State over Pittsburgh. I believe that one was a uh, might have been eleven. That sounds like sounds about right. Well, let's just say that that they covered. Uh, they won that game fifty-one to three. I think it was. <gasps> yeah. Um. I also told you to take the under. Uh. So yeah. That 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 game totaled. Uh. It was either fifty-four or fifty-seven, and the and the over/under was was uh 50 so yeah that was my one real loss on the week was womp womp hopefully you didn't bet a didn't do a uh four-way parlay with that one as your fourth and (laughs) otherwise you would be hunting us down Uh, yeah it'd be really rough yep uh my second bet was carolina versus dallas uh where uh dallas was oh carolina was favored by two and a half and i thought that was way too low and sure enough, Carolina ended up winning sixteen to eight. Woo! So Carolina covered the spread. Carolina beat Dallas. Uh, beat up on Dallas. It wasn't a good game. Oh, it was not. Um, but if you took my advice, you won some money. Uh, and then my stay away game for last week was Cleveland versus Pittsburgh, and I think we all know how that went. Yep, one hundred percent. Yep. So hopefully you stayed away from it. There, it was an up and down game for for people that might have bet it because I think Pittsburgh was favored by six, mm-hmm. and they were winning by a touchdown at one point, and then Cleveland scored, and then it went to overtime, and everybody was just like, "Well, they score now, that's going to be a push," and then missed right. field goals, and it was lovely. Oh my god, it was a tie. And my stay away game was the Saints at the Buccaneers because the Saints were favored by like nine and a half points, and not only did they not cover that, they didn't win. Nope. Although they started to come back at the end there. They did, but but they did not, and that's what matters in uh, the sports books. All right, uh, so Carl, what is your first uh, uh, best bet? Uh, my first bet this week is going to be the San Francisco 49ers at minus 5.5 versus the Detroit Lions. Ooh, who's at home? Uh, Detroit is at home. Nope, I lied. San Francisco. It's at San Francisco. Okay. Um, San Francisco's at home. The Lions have to travel uh, travel on a short week. Um, already beat up on. They've been beat up on. Matt Stafford came away limping from the game. The 49ers have a solid defense. It, if the 49ers can figure out how to score in the red zone, I think they'll cover the five and a half and bring some, uh, bring some people some nice money. So uh, my first bet... Uh is I've got Arizona State minus four and a half at San Diego State. Uh, San Diego State is a team that always, that year in, year out, is pretty good. They're always talked about as a top 25 team. Mm-hmm. Arizona State currently is number 25. I I just think that Arizona State's going to ride this high. They're going to ride this Herm Edwards. Um, uh, another, pl- is it, what was Herm Edwards' playoff freak out? Oh, what was it? Because it wasn't, that was Jim Mora. Yeah, that was Jim Mora. Um, I don't remember. Uh, so 
Yeah, but but Herm Edwards and, and Arizona State are going to cover that four and a half point spread. Mm-hmm. Uh, my second bet is the New York Football Giants at three point favorites at Dallas. Ooh, okay. Uh, so the Giants. I'm not a huge Giants fan, to be brutally honest, but... I like them more than Dallas. I like them more than Dallas. They The Giants hung with a very good Jacksonville Jaguars team. Thanks to Saquads. Thanks to Saquads and his... He, hey, he's on pace for 1,616 touchdowns. Yeah, that's true. It's, uh, keep that in mind, folks. No, Sa- Saquon Barkley helped out that defense a lot. Helped out that defense. Helped out that offense a lot. Um... You're not going against good cornerbacks. You're not going against a good defense here. Odell Beckham is going to ball out. It's on Sunday night. He just got paid. Things are going to happen. You're going to see some fireworks, and it's all going to be on the giant side of the field. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, I'm just really into uh, away teams this week because my second best bet is I've got Vanderbilt uh, getting 14.5 points at Notre Dame. Notre Dame beat Michigan in the first game of the year by a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Notre Dame barely squeaked by Ball State by eight points last week. Uh, Vanderbilt, yeah, they haven't really played any teams worthwhile yet, but they've won both games by over 30 points. Mm-hmm. I just don't see Notre Dame uh, beating Van- uh, this Vanderbilt team that looks fine by 15 points. Yeah, that, that's so, fair. I mean, they haven't, they haven't beaten a they haven't beaten their opponents by a combined fifteen points yet. Yeah. So. So um, I just, I, I can't, I can't see it happening. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Um, so going into games that I'm gonna stay away from. Stay away. I am staying away from the Los Angeles Rams at twelve and a half point favorites oh. against the Arizona Cardinals. That is just begging you to bet the Cardinals it right is there. Begging you to bet the Cardinals and. While it does seem tempting, again, this is the NFL, and Buffalo is not playing in this game, so I don't foresee it being that lopsided of a game. Yeah, and I know that the Cardinals didn't look great, but I I think that they are... I don't think they're a great team, but I think they're a better team than what just came out this past week. I I would wholeheartedly agree. Uh, I'm going to tell people to stay away from Oklahoma at Iowa State. Uh, now, Oklahoma is gifting Iowa State 17.5 points in a game that they lost last year. Yeah. Oklahoma lost Iowa State last year uh, near the end of the year, and it put a little damper on their on their season. I think they still made the playoffs. Weren't they one of the four teams in the playoffs? Yeah. I think they were. Yeah, because it was Baker but, Mayfield against that's Georgia. That's right. Yep. And, uh, but the reason why the discussion at the end of the year was maybe not Oklahoma is because in like the second to last game of the year, they lost to, to Iowa state. So st- I, I would just stay away from this game. I, I would, I, I don't love it. Yeah. I just, I just don't love it. Yeah. I, I 100% agree. Iowa state is a better team than they have been in the past few years. They play, they played Oklahoma very tough last year. I could see it happening again this year. It's at Iowa state it's it's more interesting it's it's a more interesting game than it looks on on paper very much so um so that's kind of it for our bets um one little fun tidbit that i wanted to point out all the new coaches all first year coaches this year went zero and seven uh in week one so we'll see if any of them can 
bounce back and actually win a game. And one of them got $10 million. One of them did get $10 million and control of the team. Yep. In the time machine. Woof. So, uh, moving away from balls and back to beer. Shane, are there any beers that you want to recommend to folks? Yeah, you know what? I'm going to pimp out uh, a Goose Island beer. Uh, I bought a pack of, uh, of a, uh, a variety pack from Goose Island that had the, uh, the Goose Endless IPA, uh, and I find it rather delicious. Uh, it's, a, it's a tasty beer. Um, it's it, it definitely tastes like a summer beer. I don't know if they're going to keep making this through the winter because it, it's, it's got, it's got summer flavors to it. Let's just say it's a little bit lighter. Little yeah. Bit I can't, I can't, I don't picture myself continuing to drink this as it gets colder, but while it's still, while you still got a little bit of warmth outside, go grab you some. Oh, show. Uh, a beer that I want to talk to folks about is the, because I, I drink a lot of Summit. Um, the Summit Dakota Soul. Um, it's a Czech-style Pilsner, and this is sticking around for a while. They oh, good. They weren't sure if it was going to be a year-round beer or not, but uh, it's officially going to be a year-round beer. It replaces their old Bohemian-style Pilsner. Um, it's just a nice, easy-drinking beer. Um, if, you, if you're if you still, if you find yourself out in some hot weather, have a couple more cabin weekends, you know, bring a six-pack up, crack a couple cans. It's phenomenal fishing beer it's a phenomenal just sitting around beer it's it's just a good beer all around yeah i like it you brought some home for me yep and i enjoyed it good, good. uh so i think that's about that's about it yeah i think i think we uh we covered all of our bases we mm. thrown a couple balls thrown a couple balls drink a couple beers and yeah. uh, crack some skulls and well, head-butted walls head easy gus and uh, yeah, thanks for coming. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. Bye. Bye.